0: Section six of The Glories of Ireland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Availly in June 2017. The Glories of Ireland. Edited by Joseph Dunn and P. J. Lennox. Section six Irish men of science by sir bertram c a Windle, scd m d president university college cork we may divide our survey of the debt owed to ireland by science into three periods the earliest the intermediate and the latest in the earliest period the names which come before us are chiefly those of compilers such as Augustine, a monk and an irishman who wrote at carthage in africa in the seventh century a latin treatise on the wonderful things of the sacred scripture still extant in which in connection with joshua's miracle a very full account of the astronomical knowledge of the period ptolemaic but in many ways remarkably accurate is given. There are, however, three distinguished names. Virgil, the geometer, that is, Fergil, or Ferrel, was abbot of Agabo, went to the continent in 741, and was afterwards bishop of Salzburg. He died in 785. He is remembered by his controversies with St. Boniface, one of which is concerned with the question of the antipodes virgil is supposed to have been the first to teach that the earth is spherical so celebrated was he that it has been thought that a part of the favour in which the author of the aeneid was held by mediaeval churchmen was due to a confusion between his name and that of the geometer sometimes spoken of as st virgil dicuil also an irish monk was the author of a remarkable work on geography de mensura provinciarum orbis Terrae, which was written in eight hundred twenty five and contains interesting references to iceland and especially to the navigable canal which once connected the nile with the red sea he wrote between eight hundred fourteen and eight hundred sixteen a work on astronomy which has never been published it is probable but not certain that he belonged to clon dungal like the two others named above was an astronomer he probably belonged to bangor and left his native land early in the ninth century in eight hundred eleven he wrote a remarkable work dungali reclusi epistola de duplici solis eclipsi anno octigenti detem ad carolum magnum this letter which is still extant was written at the request of Charlemagne, who considered its author to be the most learned astronomer in existence and most likely to clear up the problem submitted to him. Before passing to the next period a word should be said as to the medieval physicians, often if not usually belonging to families of medical men, such as the Leahes and O'Higgins and attached hereditarily to the greater clans these men were chiefly compilers but such works of theirs as we have throw light upon the state of medical knowledge in their day thus there is extant a treatise on materia medica fourteen fifty nine written by cormac Dunlevy, hereditary physician to the clan of o'donnell in ulster a more interesting work is the cursus medicus consisting of six books on physiology, three on pathology and four on semiotica, written in the reign of Charles I of England by Niall O'Gleckon, born in Donegal, and at one time physician to the King of France. Oglacan's name introduces us to the Middle Period, if indeed it does not belong there, Inter Arma Silent Legis, and it may be added scientific work the troublous state of ireland for many long years fully explains the absence of men of science in any abundance until the end of the eighteenth century still there are three names which can never be forgotten belonging to the period in question sir hans sloane was born at Killilly in ulster in sixteen sixty he studied medicine abroad went to london where he settled and was made a fellow of the royal society he published a work on the west indies but his claim to undying memory is the fact that it was the bequest of his most valuable and extensive collections to the nation which was the beginning and foundation of the british museum perhaps the most celebrated institution of its kind in the world Sloane's collection it should be added contained an immense number of valuable books and manuscripts as well as of objects more usually associated with the idea of a museum he died in seventeen fifty three the hon robert boyle was born at Lismore in the county waterford in sixteen twenty seven being the fourteenth child of the first earl of cork on his tombstone he is described as the father of chemistry and the uncle of the earl of cork and indeed in his sceptical chemist sixteen sixty one he assailed and for the time overthrew the idea of the alchemists that there was a materia prima asserting as he did that theory of chemical elements which held good until the discoveries in connection with radium led to a modification in chemical teaching this may be said of boyle that his writings profoundly modified scientific opinion and his name will always stand in the forefront amongst those of chemists he made important improvements in the air-pump was one of the earliest fellows of the royal society and founded the boyle lectures he died in sixteen ninety one sir thomas molyneux was born in dublin in sixteen sixty one of a family which had settled in ireland about fifteen sixty to seventy he practised as a physician in his native city was the first person to describe the Irish elk, and to demonstrate the fact that the giant's causeway was a natural, and not, as had been previously supposed, an artificial production. He was the author of many other scientific observations. He died in 1733. We may now turn to more recent times, and it will be convenient to divide our subjects according to the branch of science in which they were distinguished, and to commence with, mathematicians of whom ireland may boast of a most distinguished galaxy sir william rowan hamilton born in dublin eighteen o five died eighteen sixty five belonged to a family long settled in ireland but of scottish extraction he was a most precocious child he read hebrew at the age of seven and at twelve had studied latin greek and four leading continental languages as well as Persian, Syriac, Arabic, Sanskrit, and other tongues. In 1819 he wrote a letter to the Persian ambassador in that magnate's own language. After these linguistic contests he early turned to mathematics, in which he was apparently self-taught, yet in his seventeenth year he discovered an error in Laplace's Mécanique Céleste. He entered Trinity College where he won all kinds of distinctions, being famous not merely as a mathematician, but as a poet, a scholar, and a metaphysician. He was appointed Professor of Astronomy and Astronomer Royal whilst still an undergraduate. He predicted conical refraction, afterwards experimentally proved by another Irishman, Humphrey Lloyd. He twice received the gold medal of the Royal Society, one, for optical discoveries, two, for his theory of a general method of dynamics, which resolves an extremely abstruse problem relative to a system of bodies in motion. He was the discoverer of a new calculus, that of quaternions, which attracted the attention of Professor Tate of Edinburgh, and was by him made comprehensible to lesser mathematicians. It is far too abstruse for description here. Sir George Gabriel Stokes born in sligo eighteen nineteen died nineteen o three was if not the greatest mathematician at least among the greatest of the last one hundred years he was educated in cambridge where he spent the rest of his life being appointed lucasian professor of mathematics in eighteen forty nine and celebrating the jubilee of that appointment in eighteen ninety nine he was member of parliament for his university and for a time occupied the presidential chair of the royal society he devoted himself inter alia to optical work and is perhaps best known by those researches which deal with the undulatory theory of light it was on this subject that he delivered the burnet lectures in aberdeen eighteen eighty three to eighteen eighty five james mcculler the son of a poor farmer was born in tyrone in eighteen o nine died, 1847. His early death, due to his own hand in a fit of insanity, cut short his work, but enough remains to permit him to rank amongst the great mathematicians of all time, his most important work being his memoir on surfaces of the second order. Humphrey Lloyd, born in Dublin, 1800, died, 1881, fellow of the Royal Society his father was provost of trinity college dublin a position subsequently occupied also by the son. lloyd's work was chiefly concerned with optics and magnetism and it was in connection with the former that he carried out what was probably the most important single piece of work of his life namely the experimental proof of the phenomenon of conical refraction which had been predicted by sir william hamilton he was responsible for the erection of the magnetic observatory in dublin and the instruments used in it were constructed under his observation and sometimes from his designs or modifications he was also a meteorologist of distinction george salman born in dublin eighteen nineteen died nineteen o four like the last mentioned subject was at the time of his death provost of trinity college dublin Besides theological writings, he contributed much to mathematical science, especially in the directions of conic sections, analytic geometry, higher plane curves, and the geometry of three dimensions. He was a Fellow of the Royal Society, and received the Copley and Royal Medals, as well as distinctions from many universities and learned societies. John Casey, born Kilkenny, 1820, died 1891 fellow of the royal society was educated at a national school and became a teacher in one in later years entirely self-thought as a mathematician he raised himself from the humble position which he occupied to be a university professor in the catholic university of ireland and afterwards in the royal university and earned the highest reputation as one of the greatest authorities on plane geometry He was a correspondent of eminent mathematicians all over the world. Henry Hennessy, born in Cork, 1826, died 1901, Fellow of the Royal Society, was also a professor in the Catholic University of Ireland and afterwards in the Royal College of Science in Dublin. He was a writer on mathematics, terrestrial physics, and climatology benjamin williamson born in cork eighteen twenty seven fellow of the royal society is a senior fellow of trinity college dublin and a distinguished writer on mathematical subjects especially on the differential integral and infinitesimal calculuses sir joseph larmer born in antrim eighteen fifty seven fellow of the royal society was educated at Queen's College, Belfast, and in Cambridge, in which last place he has spent his life as a professor. He now represents the university in Parliament and is secretary to the Royal Society. He is well known for his writings on the ether and on other physical as well as mathematical subjects. Astronomers William Parsons, Earl of Rossi, born in York, 1800, died 1867, fellow of the Royal Society, was a very distinguished astronomer who experimented in fluid lenses and made great improvements in casting specula for reflecting telescopes. From 1842 to 45 he was engaged upon the construction, in his park of Parsonstown, of his great reflecting telescope 58 feet long, this instrument which cost thirty thousand pounds long remained the largest in the world he was president of the royal society from eighteen forty eight to eighteen fifty four sir howard Grubb, born eighteen forty four fellow of the royal society is known all over the world for his telescopes and for the remarkable advances which he has made in the construction of lenses for instruments of the largest size sir robert ball born in dublin eighteen forty died nineteen thirteen fellow of the royal society originally lord rosse's astronomer at parsonstown he migrated as professor to trinity college dublin and subsequently became Loundian professor of astronomy at cambridge he was a great authority on the mathematical theory of screws and his popular works on astronomy have made him known to a far wider circle of readers than those who can grapple with his purely scientific treatises. William Edward Wilson, born County Westmeath, 1851, died 1908, fellow of the Royal Society. A man of independent means, he erected, with the help of his father, an astronomical observatory at his residence in this well-equipped building he made many photographic researches especially into the nature of nebulae he also devoted himself to solar physics and wrote some remarkable papers on the sudden appearance in 1903 of the star nova Persei. he was the first to call attention to the probability that radium plays a part in the maintenance of solar heat in fact the science of radioactivity was engaging his keenest interest at the time of his early death a a Rambert, born waterford eighteen fifty nine fellow of the royal society formerly astronomer royal for ireland and now radcliffe observer at oxford is one of the leading astronomers of the day physicists lord kelvin better known as Sir William Thompson, born Belfast, 1824, died 1907, Fellow of the Royal Society. Amongst the greatest physicists who have ever lived, his name comes second only to that of Newton. He was educated at Cambridge, became Professor of Natural Philosophy in Glasgow University in 1846, and celebrated the Jubilee of his appointment in 1896. To the public his greatest achievement was the electric cabling of the atlantic ocean for which he was knighted in eighteen sixty six his electrometers and electric meters his sounding apparatus and his mariner's compass are all well known and highly valued instruments to his scientific fellows however his greatest achievements were in the field of pure science especially in connection with his thermodynamic researches including the doctrine of the dissipation of degradation of energy to this brief statement may be added mention of his work in connection with hydrodynamics and his magnetic and electric discoveries his papers in connection with wave and vortex movements are also most remarkable he was awarded the royal and copley medals and was an original member of the order of merit he received distinctions from many universities and learned societies george francis fitzgerald born dublin eighteen fifty one died nineteen o one fellow of the royal society was fellow and professor of natural philosophy in trinity college dublin where he was educated he was the first person to call the attention of the world to the importance of hertz's experiment perhaps his most important work interrupted by his labours in connection with education and terminated by his early death was that in connection with the nature of the ether george johnston stoney born king's county eighteen twenty six died nineteen eleven fellow of the royal society after being astronomer at parsonstown and professor of natural philosophy of galway became secretary to the queen's university and occupied that position until the dissolution of the university in eighteen eighty two he wrote many papers on geometrical optics and on molecular physics but his great claim to remembrance is that he first suggested on the basis of faraday's laws of electrolysis that an absolute unit of quantity of electricity exists in that amount of it which attends each chemical bond or valency and gave the name now generally adopted of electron to this small quantity he proposed the electronic theory of the origin of the complex ether vibrations which proceed from a molecule emitting light john tyndall born lethlinbridge county carlow eighteen twenty died eighteen ninety three fellow of the royal society professor at the royal institution and a fellow-worker in many ways with huxley especially on the subject of glaciers he wrote also on heat as a mode of motion and was the author of many scientific papers, but will, perhaps, be best remembered as the author of a presidential address to the British Association in Belfast, 1874, which was the high-water mark of the mid-Victorian materialism at its most triumphant moment. Chemists. Richard Kerwin, born Galway, 1733, died 1812, fellow of the Royal Society. A man of independent means, he devoted himself to the study of chemistry and mineralogy, and was awarded the Copley Medal of the Royal Society. He published works on mineralogy and on the analysis of mineral waters, and was the first in Ireland to publish analyses of soils for agricultural purposes, a research which laid the foundation for scientific agriculture in Great Britain and Ireland. Maxwell Simpson born armagh 1815 died 1902 fellow of the royal society held the chair of chemistry in queen's college cork for twenty years and published a number of papers in connection with his subject and especially with the behaviour of cyanides with the study of which compounds his name is most associated cornelius o'sullivan born brandon 1841 died 1897 fellow of the royal society was for many years chemist to the great firm of Bass and company brewers of burton-on-trent and in that capacity became one of the leading exponents of the chemistry of fermentation in the world james emerson reynolds born dublin eighteen forty four fellow of the royal society professor of chemistry trinity college dublin for many years discovered the primary thiocarbamide and a number of other chemical substances including a new class of colloids and several groups of organic and other compounds of the element silicon among others only the names of the following can be mentioned sir robert kane born dublin 1809 died 1890 professor of chemistry in dublin and founder and first director of the museum of industry now the national museum he was president of queen's college cork as was william k sullivan born cork eighteen twenty two died eighteen ninety formerly professor of chemistry in the catholic university sir william o'shaughnessy brooke fellow of the royal society born limerick eighteen o nine died eighteen eighty nine professor of chemistry and essay master in calcutta is better known as the introducer of the telegraphic system into India and its first superintendent. Biologists William Henry Harvey, born Limerick, 1814, died 1866, fellow of the Royal Society, was a botanist of very great distinction. During a lengthy residence in South Africa, He made a careful study of the flora of the Cape of Good Hope, and published The genera of South African Plants. After this he was made keeper of the herbarium Trinity College, Dublin, but, obtaining leave of absence, travelled in North and South America, exploring the coast from Halifax to the Keys of Florida, in order to collect materials for his great work Nereis Boreali Americana, published by the Smithsonian Institution subsequently he visited ceylon australia tasmania new zealand and the friendly and fiji islands collecting algae the results were published in his phycologia australis at the time of his death he was engaged on his flora capensis and was generally considered the first authority on algae in the world william archer born County down eighteen thirty seven died eighteen ninety seven fellow of the royal society devoted his life to the microscopic examination of fresh-water organisms especially desmids and diatoms he attained a very prominent place in this branch of work among men of science perhaps his most remarkable discovery was that of chlamydomyxa labyrinthuloides in eighteen sixty eight one of the most remarkable and enigmatical of all known microscopical organisms george james alman born cork eighteen twelve died eighteen ninety eight fellow of the royal society professor of botany in trinity college dublin and afterwards regius professor of natural history in the university of edinburgh published many papers on botanical and zoological subjects but his great work was that on the gymnoblastic hydrozoa without doubt the most important systematic work dealing with the group of coelenterata that has ever been produced amongst eminent living members of the class under consideration may be mentioned alexander MacAlister, born dublin eighteen forty four fellow of the royal society professor of anatomy first in dublin and now in cambridge an eminent morphologist and anthropologist and henry horatio Dixon, born dublin fellow of the royal society professor of botany in trinity college an authority on vegetable physiology especially problems dealing with the sap geologists samuel horton born carlow 1821 died 1897 fellow of the royal society After earning a considerable reputation as a mathematician and a geologist, and taking Anglican orders, determined to study medicine and entered the school of that subject in Trinity College. After graduating he became the reformer, it might even be said the re-founder of that school. He devoted ten years to the study of the mechanical principles of muscular action, and published his Animal Mechanism, probably his greatest work he will long be remembered as the introducer of the long drop, as a method of capital execution. He might have been placed in several of the categories which have been dealt with, but that of geologist has been selected, since in the later part of his most versatile career he was professor of geology in Trinity College, Dublin. Valentine Ball, born Dublin, 1843, died 1894, fellow of the Royal Society, a brother of Sir Robert, joined the Geological Survey of India, and in that capacity became an authority not only on geology, but also on ornithology and anthropology. His best-known work is Jungle Life in India. In later life he was director of the National Museum, Dublin. Medical Science very brief note can be taken of the many shining lights in irish medical science robert james graves 1796 to 1853 fellow of the royal society after whom is named graves disease was one of the greatest of clinical physicians his system of clinical medicine was a standard work and was extolled by trousseau the greatest physician that france has ever had in the highest terms of appreciation William Stokes, eighteen o four to eighteen seventy eight, regius professor of medicine in Trinity College, and the author of A Theory and Practice of Medicine, known all over the civilized world, was equally celebrated. To these must be added Sir Dominic Corrigan, eighteen o two to eighteen eighty, the first Catholic to occupy the position of president of the College of Physicians in Dublin, an authority on heart disease and the first adequate describer of aortic patency, a form of ailment long called Corrigan's disease. Collis's fracture is a familiar term in the mouths of surgeons. It derives its name from Abraham Collis, seventeen seventy three to eighteen forty three, the first surgeon in the world to tie the inominate artery, as Butcher's saw, a well known implement thus from another eminent surgeon. Richard Butcher, Regius Professor in Trinity College in the seventies of the last century. Sir Rupert Boyce, 1863 to 1911, Fellow of the Royal Society, though born in London, had an Irish father and mother. Entering the medical profession, he was Assistant Professor of Pathology at University College London and subsequently Professor of Pathology in University College Liverpool which he was largely instrumental in turning into the University of Liverpool. He was foremost in launching and directing the Liverpool School of Tropical Medicine, which has had such widespread results all over the world in elucidating the problems and checking the ravages of the diseases peculiar to hot countries. It was for his services in this direction that he was knighted in 1906. Sir Richard Quayne, born mallow eighteen sixteen died eighteen ninety eight fellow of the royal society spent most of his life in london where he was for years the most prominent physician he wrote on many subjects but the dictionary of medicine which he edited and which bears his name has made itself and its editor known all over the world sir almroth white born eighteen sixty one fellow of the royal society is the greatest living authority on the important subject of vaccinotherapy which indeed may be said to owe its origin to his researches as do the methods for measuring the protective substances in the human blood he was the discoverer of the anti-typhoid injection which has done so much to stay the ravages of that disease engineering Binden Blood Stoney, 1828-1909, to 1909, fellow of the Royal Society, made his reputation first as an astronomer by discovering the spiral character of the great nebula in Andromeda. Turning to engineering, he was responsible for the construction of many important works, especially in connection with the Port of Dublin. He was brother of G. J. Stoney. Sir Charles Parsons, born 1854, fellow of the royal society fourth son of the third earl of rossi is the engineer who developed the steam turbine system and made it suitable for the generation of electricity and for the propulsion of war and mercantile vessels if he has revolutionized traffic on the water so on the land has john boyd dunlop still living who discovered the pneumatic tire with such widespread results for motor cars bicycles and such means of locomotion miscellaneous admiral sir leopold mac clintock born dundalk 1819 died 1907 fellow of the royal society was one of the great arctic explorers having spent 11 navigable seasons and 6 winters in those regions He was the chief leader and organizer of the Franklin searches. From the scientific point of view he made a valuable collection of Miocene fossils from Greenland and enabled Horton to prepare the geological map and memoir of the Perry Archipelago. John Ball, born Dublin, 1818, died 1889, fellow of the Royal Society, educated at Oscott, passed the examination for a high degree at Cambridge, but, being a Catholic, was excluded from the degree itself and any other honours which a Protestant might have attained to. He travelled widely and published many works on the natural history of Europe and South America, from Panama to Tierra del Fuego. He was the first to suggest the utilisation of the electric telegraph for meteorological purposes connected with storm warnings. Space ought to be found for a cursory mention of that strange person, Dionysus Lardner, 1793-1859, to 1859, who by his Lardner's Cyclopaedia in 132 volumes, his Cabinet Library, and his Museum of Science and Art, did much to popularize science in an unscientific day. References The principal sources of information are the National Dictionary of Biography, the Obituary Notices of the Royal Society, passages in inverted commas are from these, Who's Who for living persons, Healy, Ireland's Ancient Schools and Scholars, Hyde, Literary History of Ireland, Joyce, Social History of Ancient Ireland, Moore, Medicine in the British Isles. End of section 6